TNT. Yeah. Qtiski. TNT. TNT. Saints. Just want to give a quick shout out to TNT Sports, man. Keep doing your thing. Hey, what's up, everybody? Jamel McMillan here, assistant coach for the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, just sending a special shout out to my man, Terrence, of TNT Sports. Uh, Terrence, if you're any type of fan in the New Orleans area, Saints, Pelicans, whomever, make sure you check out the podcast. Make sure you log on to the Instagram page and check out all the content that Terrence has got there. A lot of great stuff for the community. Terrence, we appreciate you. We appreciate you inspiring the fans. We appreciate you keeping the community together. And we're looking forward to hopefully having a great offseason and uh, rolling this thing into next season. So, uh, if again, tune in to the podcast. Make sure you leave some comments. Make sure you give some feedback. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next season. All right? Go Pels. Hey, this is Jabari Greer, former Saint and world champion. I want to invite you to listen to T-ENT Podcast with my guy Terrence. This is a podcast that's taken the world by storm. That's T-ENT, the podcast. You can download it on the Apple Store. Now go check it out and support it. You won't be disappointed. All right, thank you. What's up, what's up? This is pro basketball athlete CJ Rivers. Just want to give a quick shout out to my boy Terrence Bennett for allowing me to tell a little bit of my story and having me on this podcast. I salute you, man. I appreciate you. All right, good morning. This is TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 61. And this morning, I got my guy, Garrett, with me this morning, man. Garrett, what's going on with you, man? What's up, man? How you doing, bro? Glad to be here. Glad to be a part of the pod, bro. All right. Now, me and Garrett go way back from the Pelican days, mm-hmm. um, New Orleans Pelican days. And uh, he was on my first Chalk Talk episode, man. We'll be doing plenty more of those. And um, we, got, we got a good show lined up for y'all today. So, we're going to start off with the Saints, and then we'll get into the Pelicans, and then other NFL and NBA stuff. So, first off, I'm going to go and get to it. The PI call. What's your take on that gear? The Saints, oh, bro. I'm still, I'm still reeling a little bit. You know, I'm coming around a little bit. It's, it's been tough, brother. Um, all throughout the city, man. People have been, have been making fun of refs, making fun of Goodell, making fun of the NFL, making fun of anything that has anything to do with that call, bro. It was, it was the worst call I have ever seen. Well, the worst non-call I have ever seen in my life, man. I, I watch a lot of football. Watch a lot of basketball, man. I even dabble in baseball a little bit, but I've never seen anything that bad because it literally caused uh, it caused the team not to go to the Super Bowl, man. Ooh. I mean, 
Let's cut it. Let's cut it how it is. Call a spade a spade, bro. And um, it was tough, bro. And and you know, people. I, I hear the national media and fans of other teams. People who live in other cities tell me, "Hey, man, just get over it. Bad calls happen. Um, you know, to other teams. No, you guys not gonna get the gameplay. Listen." <laughs> I don't want to hear any of that. Me neither. Yeah, man. Nobody wants to hear all that. Listen, it the Saints in the community of New Orleans, it's it's not like anywhere else. Like yeah. there's nowhere else that, you know, you get days off for regular season games, man. Like your boss will let you off because he going to the game just like just like you are. Yeah. Man, you don't get that nowhere in nowhere, man. So nowhere. when 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 we lose and and we feel slighted or wronged or, you know, the Saints are on the wrong, you know, the of a call like that, bro, it's deep. It's deep, bro. So, yeah, I mean, it get on my nerves too when people say, "Oh, y'all was up 13-0, but this, this is a division game, so anything can happen. So we need every opportunity we can matter, get. Yeah, so it, it's like this, bro. It's like the Saints played well enough to win a evenly contested game. They played well enough. They won the game. Like it's like Sean Payton put Tommy Lee in motion because he knew. That cornerback was gonna be chasing him. He 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 knew either he's gonna get beat or it's gonna be a pass interference call. So like the play that was called was was called to have the the to have the, the what happened. It yeah. it was called for that play to happen for that result. And and so the 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 Saints played as well as they could play, and they played well enough to win an evenly contested game. And if one flag was thrown. You, you see the Saints in the Super Bowl, and I don't even talk about how we would have scored more than three points. But I'm not, I'm not even getting into that. I, I am. Even, I mean, yeah. the ball don't, I say the ball don't lie. Ball don't lie, baby. Rasheed Wallace, ball don't lie. Yeah, we, I'm not, I'm not going to get on your podcast and take any flaming, crash the world takes like the Saints would have beat the brakes yeah, off the Patriots. We would have, we would have. But, I mean, we would have, it would have been a better game. Better man. game Come in Atlanta. On, in Atlanta, the man. Falcons hate Atlanta. I mean, the Falcons hate um the, the Saints, Saints, and yeah, the Falcons absolutely. hate the Patriots because of the Super Bowl back then. Yeah, it would have been so good to have the Hoodats up there for a week, two weeks straight. That'd been bad. The Patriots just, and the Hoodats just partying and cutting up and having a good time and relishing in the fact that we played in a Super Bowl before in their brand new stadium before they did. Yeah, I mean, come on, bro. It was it was tailor made. This was our year. Last year wasn't our year. That's what happens. When you get that that situation, bro, with that, that Minnesota thing, it, that was not our year. This yeah. was our year. Yeah, and uh, I mean, Roger Goodell was silent about the whole thing, man. Yeah, man. He was kept running. He said he talked to the players. Man, it was Michael Thomas said we didn't talk to him. <laughs> I have, I have never seen a commissioner. Imagine if your boss at your job, like everything went to crap, and he just didn't say anything. He just sat in the back and watched. Like, how are you the face of the league, yet you got Drew Brees speaking up for for this for the NFL basically and, and saying it's a competitive game and it hurts that it happened like that. That's the job you're supposed to have. And so it, it, he's an embarrassment. He knew, and then the press conference he gave right before the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Come on, man. You you're basically telling us that you know it's okay to get it wrong. Yeah, it happens. Like, nah, man. Come on, bro. It's not. It's not just happens. And so, whatever, man. We'll, we'll see, bro. And then, not to mention, before we go any further, the four wrestled from LA, bro. Yeah, they were in the. Yeah. They were in the. Come, 
you can't find any other refs. Yeah. They don't have no refs. It could have been Florida. neutral. Yeah, could've like, been neutral. and no refs from anywhere else. All four of them have California ties. Yeah. Come on, man. You want to play for them? Play for LA, LA back in the day? And I, I've been told that that was a lie. However, I I've seen too. his name. I see the jersey. On the back of a jersey. Yeah. So, I don't know what I don't know what the story is, bro. I don't know what it is, T. I don't know, bro. That was a, that was a, but, I mean, the, just to remove, to give yourself plausible de- deniability, just get full rest from somewhere else. Yeah. Like, or at least get one rep from somewhere else. Don't let all four of them have California ties. And by the way, when that play happened, I saw one of the refs reach to get ready to pull a flag out. Absolutely, bro. He, so he, he obviously he saw it. it. He knew it. And that's what, that's what people need to understand about what happened to the Saints that Sunday. It wasn't a missed call. Because a missed call is, I can't see the action, so I couldn't call it. What that was, they didn't call it. Yeah, that was that was that was. I'm not throwing this flag. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching you. So this is where the NFL and, and fails the fans because we need to have transparency from these refs. You know, we need to understand. Okay, you missed the call. What were you looking at? Why didn't you make the call? What did you see? Yeah. The the same way Drew Brees has to make his rounds on ESPN during Super Bowl week. And go on Good Morning America. The same way he has to get out and talk about it, the rest should be having to talk about it. Yeah. And that's 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 that, man. And I'm gonna say this to anybody, all the any other people that talk trash to me or whoever site fans, y'all talking trash. Y'all don't know these guys like we do, cause they yeah, around man. the city, they out and about, and they hurt us to see them guys work that hard and not. We got have it taken away. Yeah, we can understand they lost if they yeah, just got man. beat by a good team, but we deserve that win. That, that Minnesota miracle. Not if you put it in perspective. I'd rather see my team lose because of an error that a player made. Yeah. Okay, he made a lapse in judgment. But that's something that our player, we earned that loss. Yeah. We didn't earn this loss. Right. This was our win. We were supposed to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, it was there. I mean, it was it was blatant. And it's, it, it will go down in history as the worst call, no call in sports. I, I, I think it will. Until something comes back around, bro, where it's something that egregious. I don't think I don't think you're gonna see a worse no call. And also, I like Shannon Sharp. He's one of my favorite broadcasters. But man, we, we, we were talking about Cam and his shirt. I mean, I sent the shirt thing to Cam anyway. He was like, man, "What's Shannon talking about?" Yeah, or whatever, man. But dude, a 13-0 win that ain't nothing. I mean, he, listen, na- the, the na- national media they don't understand. Bro. Yeah, and up 13-0. I mean, in this league, with Patrick Mahomes throwing 50. Touchdowns and the, the, the Chiefs and the Rams going for 50 apiece. And, you know, like, 13 points is nothing in the NFL, man. Like, and I'm not making excuses. We should have kept the lead. Yeah. But we didn't. But we also played to enough, uh, well enough to win a fairly rough game, a fairly officiated game. And we need every opportunity we can in that game because that, that would have put us in a position to win, to right. kill the clock and score. Right, yeah. And, and that was the first time he held Ted again, Junior, too. At oh. the Obviously, listen. Right the the interception Drew threw at in in, uh, in overtime. I mean, Dante Fowler raked his entire hand across the man's face, man, against Drew Fee Breeze's face back. They didn't call that, and I mean, and that's it's facts. You can go look at it. It's not just me. Like, oh, well, they yeah, picked, I saw and they were they were missed calls for the Saints, uh, for the for the Saints against the Rams as well. I mean, there was some calls that were, but I mean, at the end of the day. You're paid, you're a referee, you're a professional referee, you're paid to officiate, you know? And when you don't do your job, you shouldn't, there should be reprimand for it. 
Yeah. And I have yet to hear anything. I mean, like like me and Garrick said on Chalk Talk, man, we ride with our team no matter what. And of we course. Just, we would have felt the same way about any other team if it happened to him because we football fans. Yeah, I mean, look, something that egregious, bro, as a football fan, as a football player, you know, uh, like yourself, and, you know, I played a little slot receiver. As a football fan, as a football, former football player, you just, you want to see the players decide the game. Yeah. At the, at, at the, you want to see the players leave it all and let the players decide the game. You don't. We it, it was two days outside the Super Bowl and they were talking about the refs. Yeah. I mean that should tell you enough right there. Even Bill Belichick said somebody. Yeah. I mean come on man, we two days outside the Super Bowl and y'all talking about the refs. Yeah. And and, and what happened two weeks ago? Yeah. It, it's bad, bro. It's, it's it's awful. It's awful. Yeah. And, and going back to Shannon Sharp, he played receiver, did he? Either way, he would have yeah. wanted, if they did it to him, he would have oh. wanted to call too. Shit, man, look, Shay <laughs> could drink all the yak he want, smoke all the blacks he want. Listen, he would have been upset. Yeah. He would have been mad. And it, it was wrong, bro. And there's no way to describe it. I mean, there's no way to, you could 13 0 you know, and you had the ball over. Listen, the, the call was wrong. All right, and national media, they can go on and the pundits can say what they want to say do what they want to do and pretend like it doesn't bother them um but it is what it is man and we made sure the saints knew that the who that nation was riding for them. yeah super bowl sunday we were we, uh, they uh, killed the raiders kill, uh, uh. They killed the don't raiders. tell me new orleans don't have no market man come on bro you saw the you, you saw the numbers yeah nfl saw the numbers you man look i had more <coughs> fun on uh boycott bowl sunday than I guarantee you the people who paid all that money to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I had more fun, <clears throat> I guarantee you. I wouldn't even hear I was at home in Alabama. I hate yeah. I missed it, man, mm. but I got the video. I yeah, saw the video. And, I mean, it was insane. It, no matter where you went, you could have went downtown to the French Quarter area. They had second lines. You could have went uptown. They had, they had second lines and, and concerts. And by Harris, there was a concert. It, no matter where you went, bro, it was yeah. beautiful. But the good thing is the next Super Bowl will be in Miami. So yeah. it may be a repeat for yeah. sure then if everything go right. Yeah. You don't have no cheetahs. Man, yeah. listen, at this Clowns. point, at this point, bro, I I just want to see it fairly officiated again. That's it. That's all. Let let my if if the Saints gonna lose, let it be because the Saints lost. Yeah. Not because the refs took them again. Yeah. Come on, man. Oh, man. Roger, on. Roger Goodell, man, you just Sean Payton had that clown shirt on, man. Yeah, bro, bro. Listen, Sean Payton has become a cult hero in New Orleans, bro. I mean, the fact that, listen, we have, New Orleans has been on a really long, petty streak for the last month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Players, the Saints, the Pelicans, the coaches, everybody. Everybody's been pe- uh, petty. So, for Sean to come out with that shirt, bro, I mean, the man didn't have to, he didn't have to do anything in the city. He didn't have to pay for anything in the city. He didn't have to do anything in the city before. Now, come on, man. Like, you forever a New Orleans, a New Orleanian, bro. Yeah, the thing killing me too, man. Um, Michelle Pay, man. People try to say he going to Dallas and stuff like that. Man, he going to Dallas, man. Man, listen, you, you, <laughs> man, you not going to all, Dallas. First of all, he came from Dallas. Is not leaving a place where he has complete and utter control. Control. And to go Jones. there and have Jerry Jones try to puppet him. Yeah. You know, he's not about to do that. Nah, you know, he, he already been up for Yeah, I mean, come on. The, the Saints were better than the Cowboys this year, and they're positioned to be better than the Cowboys for years to come yeah. with these young players and stuff. So he's not going to leave this city 
and go, especially go leave for Dallas. He, Sean Payton is a, he's a New Orleanian, bro. I mean, there's not too many places you can go coach at, uh, not too many teams or organizations you can be a part of where you can go seven to nine, three years, and nobody questions your job security. Yeah. I mean, Cincinnati with Marvin Lewis, maybe. But other than that, I mean, you go three, seven, and nine years, you you on the you on the hot seat. Yeah. Man, Sean Payton was never on the hot seat. No. Nobody ever thought about letting him go. This is his town, man. This is his team, and he's not going to Dallas. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, it, also we got twenty two free agents. Yeah. So hopefully, I, I just wanted all them boys, all them boys to get that this year, man. Yeah. yeah. It, it, that's that's why it hurts so much, man. Because. I mean, everybody was happy. You didn't have any contract disputes coming up. Everybody was just focused and, and bought in to to everything that was that Super Bowl run. Like everybody had bought in. Drew was playing at a at a historic level. Um, of course, he fell off towards the end, kind of tailed off a little bit. But I mean, listen, he was playing well enough to where he was second in MVP race. Yeah. So I mean, you, you had Michael Thomas on this incredible run, All Pro first team. I mean, you had the defense playing like, like the 2000 Ravens with the pass rush and the cornerbacks. And I mean, it was it was it was there, bro. It was yeah. there. Now, man, we took a blow with Rankin, man. Rankin got hurt. Yeah, oh, he's a uh, yeah. It, it sucks that his 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 injury happened so late because yeah. now he's kind of in jeopardy for next season. Yeah. Um, or at least the beginning of next yeah, season. He, yeah. Yeah. So some serious. Yeah, I mean, it, it hurts. He was playing out of his mind. I have no idea how he wasn't a Pro Bowler. He was playing yeah. out of his mind. Yeah. But, I mean, he'll be back. Cam will be back. Marcus Davenport got his, his first year underneath his belt. Yeah. And now he had his surgery. Um, hopefully he's back and is going to recover. We got, you know, quiet is kept. We re-signed Justin Hardy. Mm-hmm. You know, shouts out to him uh, for that contract and for him having his, his new kid as well. Um, but he was such a big, a big special teamer, man. I mean, you can't really put a price on somebody who, who's there every game to make sure that we don't have no kick returns against us and that's making punt blocks and kick blocks and you know that's a big part of it you know as, as well as tasting so and what you think about Mark Ingram man you think he, I mean I, I, I wanted to come back I believe he will come back yeah man I think I think you know it, it's tough because you know you want to have Mark back because he's he's a part of the fabric of the team yeah, man. Right, Dumbo, man. yeah man he's he he's the boom the Camara zoom yeah so, and you know, they, they get along so well, but man, Marcus, he's getting up there, yeah. you know, the market for running backs, you know, it's, it's, it's at a, you either get a lot or you get a little, like, there's very few, like, in the middle running backs, so if you, if you take a look at, at what you got out there, man, um, you, the situation is, is fluid with Leonard, uh, Fournette. Yeah. Um, the situation is, and you just saw Le'Veon Bell set out the entire season because he's not getting paid what he wants. Yeah, and that was what fourteen million. There's no way, and he he turned out fourteen million. No way, you know. And you know, Mark is looking at Gurley's contract, and he's, you know, we're not gonna be able to pay him that much and keep the team together as constituted. So hopefully, I would love that Mark back. He's again, he's part of the fabric of this. Of this, of this team, him and Drew. Yeah. So they've been here the longest. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's kind of you know it's it's a up and it's a fluid situation. But let's hope he's back because I love Mark. Yeah, I love Mark. I, I like, love angry Mark. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought they were gonna work it out because he, yeah. he he did put a statement up saying he met his wife here. Mm-hmm. I mean, got he had his kids here. Yeah. He loved the city too much. So I mean, they're working. Yeah, out. I he I think to be honest with you, I think he's more of he's more like Drew Brees is in the sense like. 
I can't, I cannot, I just can't envision him in another journey. Me neither. Like, you, you just can't. You just can't see Mark Ingram playing for another team. Yeah, I look right. So, same way with Drew. Like, like Drew, Drew is not going to ever play for anybody else, obviously, you know. But even still, back in, after he got here, you know, you just couldn't see him playing for anybody yeah, you else. You go back and look at the wheels with the Chargers, and you look right with that all. Yeah, like he, yeah, you go watch him play for the Chargers, you're like, ugh, like yeah. he really played for Chargers? Yeah, look right. Like, ugh, like, where's the, get him, get him a flirt to me on his helmet, bro. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah, it, Mark, I think Mark will be back, especially because he gets a glowing, uh, you know, uh, glowing, you know, Review from Kamara and Michael Thomas. That's their boys, man. Yeah. So, Sean Payne will fight for him regardless. Man. Yeah, yeah. They go, they go spend the money to, to keep him. I just hope Mark isn't going in there like I, right, I want you know twelve, ten, twelve a year because it's gonna be tough to to get him there because we got a lot of people coming up. We got a kid, bro. A lot of people. Yeah, a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of same players going to be looking for a paycheck. I know. I'm the, I debated with somebody about Michael Thomas too. Mm. He said he, he, if he fight his agent, so, it don't matter. They yeah. gonna give Michael Thomas yeah. the. They gonna give him Metairie. They, yeah. they gonna just section off Metairie. You can just, you just had a whole city, bro. You, that's one person. He, you be, you be fooling let him go. He needs to get very, very comfortable down here, as it seems like he is already. He yeah, he, he love the culture too much, yeah. man. You see, with no limit, cash, yeah, money, shirt, coming out with the Johan celebrations. Man. Yeah, man, he, he might have second line right now. He might as well, yeah, he might as well get very comfortable here because Michael Thomas is gonna go down as the 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 franchise leading reception. He's gonna go down as reception touchdown, receiving touchdowns. He gonna go in as uh, probably probably one of the best saints of all time if he stays healthy yeah because this man is incredible bro we've never seen nothing like him down here yeah alvin kamara yeah he he into him to the culture too man yeah yeah you he know. uh <laughs> yeah ak is hilarious man he 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 loves he loves the city and the city loves him yeah. a lot he, they fall in love with his personality he's a dope person uh very humble um yeah. i saw him not too long ago uh, during the parade, he was on St. Charles Avenue, man, and he was standing, like watching the parade, like he wasn't out, like the offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, it was it was pretty dope, man. He's a he's a he's a real cool individual, and uh, I think he'll be here for a while as well. Yeah, That's, I saw him at the Apple Store. He was in school. Like he walking, I saw him. Mm-hmm. People started coming out like, man, I'm hollering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He can't be out too long without getting swamped. And as a professional athlete, you kind of you know, fans, you 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 like, man, just just talk to me, but. After a while, bro, they just be wanting to, you know, kind of relax and unwind and and all that. So, but he's he's really humble and real cool people. Bro. And if you didn't know, I didn't know that Takia Shine told me, but his uncle is Coach K, Migos' um, manager. Yeah, yeah, I did hear uncle. about yeah, that. I, I did hear about that. I, I heard because uh, he was he was he came out during the Drake and Migos uh, concert in New Orleans. I was there and he came out and shot some free throws. He yeah. didn't look too well. So yeah. we're gonna keep him on the football field. Yeah, yeah. Um no, you know, much love to AK. But so if you um, if you were wondering yeah. why you saw the quality control Jackie had mm-hmm. on with AK on it, that's yeah. his uncle. Yeah, um, that's the yeah, that's his people, bro. And you know, we love him down here. Yeah. Alright, so we finna leave the Pelicans for a minute and we get y'all get rundown on them. Let's get into Anthony Davis. How you feeling about A D? As we speaking, <laughs> man, the Pelicans are playing OKC. Uh he left with an injury. Uh, to his shoulder, I, I want to say, like right before the right before halftime, and uh, I was on Twitter right before we, we started the podcast up, and he walked out of the building with his agent, Rich Paul, and I mean at this point, bro, I I don't know if the NBA is forcing the Pelicans to play this guy 
Um, I don't know if they're, you know, what's the situation? Threatening with fines? I don't know what's the situation. But at this point, it, it, just, it looks bad on everybody involved. You know, AD looks like the villain. Um, the Pelicans, yeah, the Pelicans fans, they're not showing up to the games because why would I come see you and you don't want to be here, man? Yeah. Like, this city is a very passionate place. You know, we work, yeah. I, I work for the Pelicans, we work for the Pelicans, man. We saw, I was there for the playoff run against the, the, the Trailblazers, man, that place was packed Packed. to capacity. So you give us a product to love, you give us a product to get behind, and we, we will, bro. Um... It bothers me, man, because AD is such a good guy. Yeah. And he, it, it seems like he's letting other people talk for him. Yeah. Like he needs to come out and he needs to, he needs to grab it, grab the situation by the horns and say, look, this is what's going on. You know, I don't, I don't think I, you know, I, I'm not giving my all. And it's, it's apparent. Yeah. Um, and that's how you get hurt, not giving your all, man. And I don't want to hear that foolishness about, you know, you can't establish a legacy. And in, in in New Orleans and stuff like that. I mean, bruh, across the street, Drew Brees came here when there was no city after Katrina, there was no team, That's and he came here and became one of, if not, I mean, statistics-wise, the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, statistics-wise, if you look at it, I mean, he's number one in a majority of everything. Um, so you could do that here, Anthony Davis. You could become your own legend and make your own legacy and leave a blazing path for people to follow behind you in New Orleans sports. Um, but if you want to play in a big market, just say you want to play in a big market. Bro. Be done with it. And be done with it, bro. I don't you know, know if I true. I don't know how true this is, but people said that he said that everybody catered to the Saints more than the Pelicans. But but and that's true. And yeah, listen, that's that it, listen that may be true. But I mean, are we really gonna believe like? I mean, the Lakers care to. I mean, LA cares caters more to the Lakers than the Rams. Right. But you don't hear Rams fan, Rams players like I want to get out of. Like it's listen. This ain't bother you. The the Saints are the they are the backbone. Look at the look at the money they bring in. Look at the the the, the history they have here. The Pelicans got here in 2013, bro. Like we don't have a big history to follow behind. So. That's that's it coming upon you to come here and make that legacy. Yeah. And like I I don't want to hear that because if you look at this roster that he had going back from last year to this year, I mean, not too many people gonna have Durant and Steph Curry. You're not gonna not too many teams gonna have Paul George and Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? Look at the look at the Denver Nuggets. They have Jokic and I mean a lot of good role players. Drew Holiday is a great second second fiddle bro uh nico is a was a great fourth fiddle julius randall was a great third fiddle and then you have shooters around you he, he could have made this work yeah um he wants to play in la and we knew it he like i like i was telling you before we got on the podcast the pelicans knew if they didn't have a contingency plan of ad leaving then that's on them and they you know they deserve whatever they get but they knew i mean the man bought a mansion in brentwood california he signed with Clutch Sports. You don't sign with LeBron's partner to say, I'm not coming to play with you, LeBron. Yeah. Um, so the, the Pelicans knew, and I think, you know, what they're doing now, we, we can get into that a little later. What they're doing now is, is very smart on them. It's very smart. So I have to give them credit for that. So, you know, we'll see. I, I hate, 
you know, I hate that this is happening to AD because again, he's such a good guy, such a nice guy. Yeah. He bought it on himself, bro. Yeah. Bought it on himself. Could have waited till the end of the season. Or did it in silence. And I said, yeah. Yeah. My, yeah, yeah. My old thing is, though, you the face of a franchise. Now you finna go be behind somebody in another franchise. Yeah, I don't. I as a listen, basketball is my first love. Um, I've been playing it since I was a kid. Up until now, I play in the men's league. You know, shout out the headshot. But as a competitor, bro, like there is no way in the world that you can you can be great and be a top two, three, four, five player in the league and be okay saying, you know what, I can't do it on my own. Yeah. You know, Durant did it. Um, he he broke the barriers for it. And and look at look at the 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 venom that he got back for it. Like, why would you expose yourself to that? I I personally like to like when I'm talking chopping up with my bros. We talk about um, quality versus quantity. You know, two rings and go to state. You know, one ring in in in, in OKC would have would have solidified Durant. That would have been worth three four rings and go to state. Yeah. Same thing with AD. You gonna go to LA. You're going to get your super team together and you're going to win as a second fiddle to LeBron. Yeah. Like, that's 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 hustling backwards. Like, you basically down one ring because the NBA circle, we're not going to respect you for that, man. We're not. It's just it's just what it is, bro. You you couldn't do anything here. So you had to go ride the coattails of one of the greatest players of all time. I'm a LeBron fan. He did it all. He did it himself. So, I mean, he won a ring. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, I... I of course, this situation has kind of soured me to LeBron. Yeah. But I'm the biggest Dwayne Wade fan on the planet. I know. So I know how it feels to watch a player. I mean, that 2006 finals, he won it by himself. I mean, I, I get it. Shaq was there. Antoine Walker was there. Dwayne Wade averaged 34. Shaq with the third lead score behind Antoine Walker. And they both averaged 13. 34 and 13 is a big drop off. Um, LeBron, that that... What he did against, listen, that loss that he had against the Warriors where his second best player was Matthew Delvadova, when he averaged a triple-double, that was almost a ring to me. Yeah. I mean, you you put it out there. You you led your team, you carried your team, and I respect the hell out of him for that. But what he's doing now, bro, I, I can't really get behind him, bro. He, he's out here tampering, and he's out here calling people, and, you know, and making, like, come on, you... You went to dinner with him after we played L.A. in L.A. I mean, come on, bro. Let us get through the season, man. <laughs> like, come on, bro. And now he, I don't know if anybody noticed this, but if you go through it, I guess it's out there now. But I saw when he was drafting, he drafted all free agents. He drafted all free agents. And then at the end, he took his boy, he took his boy Dwayne Wade, then traded Giannis for Ben Simmons. I mean, come on now. All he going to do is get his team together before the, before the All-Star game and say, hey, bro, look. One of y'all could come run with me in that league. Or, like, he gonna get Dwayne Wade to be like, hey, bro, let's talk about how we used to run the league back in the day. Yeah. Like, and then he's gonna inspire somebody to come play with him. And it, it's just a mess, bro. It's just a mess. Yeah, and again, with AD, like, you a Jordan here, but you can't yeah. go to L.A. and be a Pippen. Yeah, he, he was the man here. Like, and that's, that's another thing about AD that he's gonna be in for a rude awakening. When he gets to one of these big markets, he has to understand, like, New Orleans babied him and shielded him from a lot of like he was hurt a lot. Yeah. Like he he failed to carry the team in you know in clutch moments a lot. Um, but New Orleans shielded him from that. We love you, bro. You you one of ours. We love you. We don't care about that. We riding for AD. 
Same thing with, you know, with the Saints. When the Saints were 79, man, we riding with seven. You can't tell me the Saints not going to the Super Bowl. I don't care. They 79, they still going to the Super Bowl. Right. So we shielded him. Man, when he get to L.A., man, oh, the L.A., man, man look, you start playing bad, ask Dwight. <laughs> ask Dwight how that went. <laughs> man, you start playing bad out That's there. That's a lot of them. L.A. ain't no joke. Man, they going to boo you the first second, That's bro. the light showtime out there. Come on, man. You All them injuries that you had and that you... You know, that you had to sit out two and three games because your finger hurt and stuff like that. Man, Kobe was playing with broken fingers, broken t- Man, they're not going to want to hear that. You also got to think with LeBron was going there. They didn't want him there either. Come boo, on, man. Boo, like, they, they didn't even welcome LeBron. It is LeBron. <laughs> they was paying over mirrors to LeBron. Yeah, what do you think they're going to do to you if you get out there and you say your groin hurt and now you got to sit out a half? Well, man, they going to boo you. So he, he's going to be in for a rude awakening. He said it himself. Once he heard the Pelicans fans booing him, he said, man, look. I've never experienced nothing like that. It's weird because he he's never he, he's never been exposed to people booing him professionally because we loved him here. Yeah. So it's gonna be a big shock for him, bro. And you know he'll he'll see you know maybe maybe he'll go on and be great and he'll win championships and all of that. But he'll never feel the love of a city because LA doesn't. They root for the Lakers. They don't love the Lakers. Yeah. They're more Laker, diehard Laker fans out out of the, you know, out of the, the city of L.A., but we'll see. Yeah, I compare that with small markets like New Orleans and the New Orleans Saints and the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. We small markets. It's like you're in college. You go to yeah. a small classroom. Like, right. I went to HBCU, so right. a small classroom. Mm-hmm. You get teacher know your name. Right. You go to a, a Alabama or yeah. Clemson you're or whatever. Number. You're a number. You're, you're a number. number. So it's kind of the same ID, thing. Six, six, five, oh, seven. Yeah. yeah, I feel you, man. It's Listen, we... This you in New Orleans, you get a cult following down here as far as sports go, man. Like we get behind LSU, mm-hmm. we get behind the Saints, we get in. Like I said, you give us something to root for in New Orleans, we'll be there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not spending my hard-earned money to come watch you, and you don't want to be here. You giving up? You giving me three points at home against the Magic? Yeah. Why? Why would I come see that? I don't have any reason to come see that. So. You know, it, it is like you said, bro. It, it really is like a college down here, and he'll he'll see that. He'll see that when he gets to LA, and you know, he'll 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 go down in New Orleans. He'd be like right now. He's the greatest Pelican of all time. You get to LA, bro. You're not even top six, seven, yeah. top eight. You get a statue in New Orleans. Yeah. You might not get a statue in. You can't even win twenty three in that in in you LA. Can't, you can't win twenty three. <laughs> so like right. So like. You know, you you start getting down to the Lake of Greats and Andy Davis gets there. You know, you're talking about LeBron, Kobe, Magic, Kareem, Shaq, Elgin Baylor, Jerry West. Now you start getting into, oh, yeah, AD did play for the Lakers. Yeah. As opposed to, man, AD was the, he was the Pelican. So, can we see, bro. Can we think about the Pelican? You think automatically, AD. Yeah, that's it. That's the face. The You think of New Orleans sports, you think of Drew Brees and Anthony Davis. Yeah. Just that simple. Um, one has found a way to come here and, you know, I, and I, I hate, again, he's such a good guy, but you can see the leadership in Drew Brees, you know, that moxie, that it factor, that, that Russell Westbrook desire to win, no matter what the odds are. Like I'm, I'm here to win. Um, AD never, just never gave me that vibe, bro. He always gave me the vibe. Like I'm here, you know, I signed the extension cause it was a lot of money. But, you know, he always needed he always needed that one other player. He always, like last year, Boogie had to call Anthony Davis and tell him, man, wake up. 
Like, don't be sad because I'm not there. You have to wake up and you have to play. And he, you know, it takes a player like that or Rondo to kind of get him stirred up. You don't have that problem with Drew. You don't have that problem. Drew Brees, I'm, I'm speaking of, not Drew Holiday. But him as well. But you don't have that problem with them. They get themselves up. They get riled up. They have their own passion. And he never gave me that vibe, man. Never gave him the vibe. Yeah. Oh. It's tough, bro. It's a tough situation to be in right now, man. And, and <laughs> before we talked about the before we started the podcast, mm-hmm. we talked about the what the Lakers offer. What what you said about that whole situation? Listen, man. I, that is not a good offer. I I don't care no any way you spin it. Listen, I I go back and forth with Lakers fans all day long on Twitter. Kuzma is is great. Yeah. Ingram, Lonzo, Zubac, and uh, listen, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I'm not, that doesn't move the needle for me. Yeah. That's, it's, it's multi-layers to this. So that doesn't move the needle for me, number one. That's, that's the players, right? Yeah. Number two, the picks. You have Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Them picks going to be 30, 31, uh, 30, 29, 28. That's all it's going to be. Yeah. Who want them picks? That's number two. Right. Number three, stop me if you've heard this before. Lonzo Ball, oh. a shooting guard, yeah. Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, uh, and Julius Randle. Doesn't that sound very familiar? Like the old Lakers does, team? Yeah, the old Lakers, yeah. And how did that team do? Not that well. Negative. So why would we con- why would we take that entire roster and bring it to New Orleans and try to sell that? If, if you want to see that team, just go back and look at the 2017, 18 Lakers. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like... We know what this is about already. Like we we've seen this movie already. I don't want that team in New Orleans. It's it's not a good it's not a good it's not a good fit. It's not a good offer, bro. That's why the and listen. <laughs> I don't know if this went into anything, but you mean to tell me the week after the L.A. Rams came in here and stole a Super Bowl berth from the Saints, you gonna turn around and want us to do business with L.A.? Come on, man. I ain't, think, not, of, I ain't think about this. Come on, man. The same week? I didn't think come about this. Come on, man. This petty this. city? Yeah. Man, we not about to trade nobody. And, you know, I watched the jump. I watch a lot of, uh, you know, I watch a lot of national publications. And I watched the jump. And Brian Winhoy said that, Rachel Nichols and Brian, Brian Winhoy said that um, Dell Dimps actually made, he was playing the Lakers the whole time. Like, yeah, come out and tell me that you want to trade the entire roster. So that the entire roster is looking at you like, damn, we all gone? <laughs> so that's they, they lost by like 30 against the Pacers. You know, that, listen, it wasn't happening. And it's not going to happen. To me personally, it, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I think it's best that the, the Pels wait to see how the Celtics play out. And if they re-sign Kyrie, then you get in the phone and you call and you say, look, we starting off with Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Rozier. We can go from there. Yeah. We can go from there. Um, or you wait to see if the Knicks get the number one pick. And if they think they can get Kevin Durant, and if they think they can get Kyrie Irving, maybe they don't want to wait for Zion to develop. So you trade that number one pick for AD and Dennis Smith Jr. Well, you trade the number one pick and Dennis Smith Jr. for the number one pick. You go, I mean, for Anthony Davis. And you, you pair Anthony Davis up with, and you get the, you get your you get your little super team up east, yeah. up northeast. But any one of those type of deals, yeah. Is better than what the Lakers are offering. Yeah, we don't so. need we don't need LeVar Ball come down and talking trash. Oh man. man, he already the man don't even play for the Pelicans. And he out here talking about he don't want to be there. I don't want him in New Orleans. I want him in Phoenix. I want him in Phoenix. He don't even play for the New. 
the Pelicans. You haven't even been here. Yeah. And he making up all kind of excuses. That dude said something better than LeBron. Man, <laughs> like, he, he do stupid. Man. He, he got on um, Colin Coward's show, and he said, I don't want my son in New Orleans because you don't want to wake up and see the snow. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> this man ain't... I, I know I knew he's never been to New Orleans when he said that. So for the ball ball to come out and say that, listen, that's a headache. Nobody wants to deal with that. Yeah. Let's 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 move forward. Let's get some young players who don't mind being here, who don't have this big ego, who are proven. Cause like I said, you watch the Lakers without LeBron and that young core, not good. Yeah. You watch the the last year the Celtics without Kyrie Irving going here with I mean Tatum Brown and Rosier Rosier won the Buck series for him, you know. Jet uh, Tatum went toe to toe with LeBron Game Seven in the Eastern Conference Finals. So I mean that's the kind of players we need to be going after, not not that foolishness out, out there in the West, bro. Yeah, so we will see what happened with that, man. Yeah. There's, there's just a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Like, like Gary said, it is petty. See, we all petty here. Yeah, very petty. Are, yeah, it is very petty. The, the NBA has turned. It, it Listen, like, we, we've been talking about the Pelicans for the longest. And we have yet to even talk about the basketball on the court. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the NBA is turning into. Nobody is talking about, you know, the Raptors. Are the Raptors have one of the best rosters composed? The, the Bucks are the number one team, and all everybody wants to talk about is where's Kawhi going? You know, where's the where's Kyrie going? Where's Durant going? Like, bro, we have some really good performances going on, man. Paul George is out here balling. Westbrook got 10, 11 triple double straight mm-hmm. uh, tonight. If he got one, it's eleven. Uh, the, the the East is actually competitive, like actual like record wise and t- talent wise. But the NBA has come become more about stories and soap operas, man. And yeah. you know, as a hooper, man, as a like, let's 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 watch the playoffs, man. I want to see this. Can, do you know what that second round of that Eastern Conference playoffs is gonna look like with Toronto and Milwaukee and Boston and uh, who am I missing? And Philly. Yeah, okay. I mean, come on, man. That second round is gonna be incredible. But no, everybody wants to talk about well, where's Anthony Davis gonna go. Like, come on, man. Let's let's watch basketball. Let's hoop, man. Let's. Appreciate the sport, bro. Yeah, man. What up, Anthony David? Do man, we wish you the best. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. We got no ill will towards you, so yeah. go go fulfill your heart, man. Go go play where you want to play and be great, bro. But just know that you had a city behind you. Yeah. Um, and so it's tough to see him, bro. See him go, but we looking forward, man. Listen, I I, I hear we gonna clear house as far as the the GM and the coach go at the end of the season. And I love Gentry. I lo- yeah. I, I actually love Gentry. I think great Gentry guy. is good. Great yeah. guy. But, you know, we it, it's a business. It's a business. And this is a new dawn of basketball for the Pelicans. And like I was telling you earlier, man, we can't lose this trade. You watch you watch the, the Nets and how they, it took them that long to recover from losing that trade with the Celtics. Yeah. And you look at what happened in Cleveland. They lost that trade and had to blow up their entire team. They lost LeBron. And they had to trade away Isaiah Thomas and trade away doing Like, they, they lost that trade. So... Um, if you lose a big trade like this, man, it, it can reverberate through your franchise for years. So you have to get, you have to make make the, the right choice here. So it's good to exercise patience. You know what I'm saying? It's good to, to exercise and see all of your different options. And it's good to not to not be bullied, man. So we'll see, bro. This is a new dawn for, for Pelicans basketball. We'll tell you that. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. Um, it's time for us to get on a winning, a winning streak for real. Like we gotta get it together because, I mean, people saying this franchise gonna go because people ain't filling the stands and stuff like that. Yeah, but, yeah, so I've seen all that, but 
I mean, the, the Pelicans are under contract with the New Orleans, with the city of New Orleans, I think till 2024 or something like that. With the arena, they have a contract with the arena. So, first of all, they can't go anywhere until 2024, number one. Right. Um, number two, Gail Benson is actually from New Orleans. I don't think people realize that. Yeah. She's from New Orleans. Yeah, also, she a businesswoman too, so right. she's not, she didn't marry Tom Benson for no money. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I hear people saying, well, she gonna sell it because it's worth 1.3 billion. Man, this lady owns the Saints. Yeah. She ain't earning for money. Nothing. She ain't earning for money. She had it before she met Benson. <laughs> right, right. She had so a... she, she definitely don't need the, the money. So she gonna, she's gonna hold it and, and, and see how it goes and like I said, she is from this city. Yeah, she loves this city, and we love her. Yeah, and, ba- um, and back to the business, man. Nah. Nobody have owners like we got. Nah. Black Pierce. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, um, Gail during the holidays, bro, she went to the Walmart over there yeah. on Shopping Tulas, yeah, and bought four hundred people stuff off lay- uh, layaway, and didn't tell nobody. Didn't tell the only nobody. way people knew is because people came to pick up their layaway stuff, and they was like, it's paid. Yeah. So like yeah. that's that's the kind of owners we have. All they people, all they had to pay was a penny. Yeah, that's all they had to pay. Yeah. So I say I say this to say, bro, I don't think I don't think the Pels are going anywhere. Um, I don't think so either. It's a new dawn, bro. Because every people, team start off, every team those franchise start off bad. Yeah, man. And listen, everybody goes through through rough patches. The Lakers sucked. Sucked. They sucked till LeBron got there. They sucked. The last Laker playoff win was against the Thunder and James Harden played for them. Think about this. Think about how long James Harden been off the Thunder. Man, like yeah. they suck, but everybody goes through these laws, man. And I just want the people in New Orleans, the Pelicans fans, to to I, I know we're we're not used to rebuilds. You know what I'm saying? Like we had Chris Paul, and then he went away, but immediately Anthony Davis came came through. Yeah. So we're not used to rebuilds. We got Tyreek and Gordon and all of them. So we're not used to complete rebuilds. So just hold on, be patient, man. Um, support the team. These young guys that's out there now, scrappy. So, um, and they, and they plan. And by the way, them guys miss too. Like Chris Paul, he missed the city. Like, like when you leave, you miss yeah, the city. Yeah, of course, man. Um, you don't you don't get this Austin kind of Rivers. culture. Yeah, you don't get this kind of culture nowhere else, man. Nothing. I mean, you you go out there and you rub elbows with famous people, but after a while, man, them famous people leave, leave, bro. And of course, LA is a beautiful place to live, but you don't get the the culture, the love. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't get that. So. We'll see, bro. We'll see when he when, once he leave, he'll see that the grass isn't greener. Yeah, and yeah, also, Baron Davis played for the Hornets. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he said about Anthony Davis. He said he didn't like New Orleans. He said I would leave that city or something like that. Yeah, he said he said that he would leave. He le- he wouldn't he wouldn't play in New Orleans if he was Anthony Davis. And that I think he said something like a hundred million dollars in L.A. is worth like five hundred million dollars in. In New Orleans, basically yeah. calling, you know, saying that the LA is so much better than New Orleans. And listen, Baron Davis ain't win nothing either. Nothing. You know, he didn't win nothing here either. Um, he pretended he he had that old fake injury, and then when we trade him to the Warriors, all of a sudden <laughs> he's healthy and helping them be the first eight seed to ever be the one seed when they beat the Mavericks. So. <laughs> I respect Baron Davis because he's a hooper. Like he was really good. Um, just as a as a fellow basketball player, I respect him. But I mean, he he's another one. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he went to UCLA. I mean, he's an LA homer, so of yeah. course he's gonna say what you know he wants to say about LA and New Orleans. Um, but you look at people like David Wesley, man. Yeah. He played here. He's the uh, the play by play or the voice. Uh, he works with the Pelicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. Like there are people who 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 come and and love the city. Drew Brees loves the city. Um, we we know that he doesn't live here 24/7, 365. He probably has a house 
in California, and that's fine. Listen, we we know other cities are beautiful and, and they're great, but there's nothing like them. There's nothing like being here. Yeah, we the real LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we the real LA. Yeah, Louisiana. Yeah, we. They they had like ten uh, Rams fans at the Super Bowl. Do you yeah. know how many Saints fans? They would have Saints fans all outside. It'd been a ghost it. town here, man. man. It'd been a ghost town here, man. Come on, man. I don't ready for that. We all would have. We would have all. I would have went. I was going to Atlanta. I was going. I, I, I mean, I was going to Atlanta. Listen, I didn't have no hotel. I have not. I have no. I ain't know where I was going to stay, but just know I was going to be out there. Hey, you, <laughs> see, you see, you fly to stay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. You got I mean, some kinfolk yeah. up there. I got, somewhere. I got, I got kinfolk. <laughs> up there. You been? You could roll, roll with me. Yeah, you got some kinfolk out there somewhere. But yeah, bro. Yeah, it's, it's nothing like being here, bro. He'll see that. He'll see that. He's yeah. young. He'll see it. He'll see it, man. But man, we had a good conversation, man. Um, we talked about a lot. Yeah. So, hey, man, Gary, you got anything else you want to say, bro? Um, man, listen, I love my city, bro. I love my teams. Um, I just want to see New Orleans be great. I want to see New Orleans be the city that you know that came out that that boycott bowl Sunday, Ooh. and you know we got national media and people recognize that. You know, we are passionate sports fans down here. Yeah. Um, we care. We do we do care. And I know it's rough seeing the Pelicans like this, man. And it, you feel betrayed and you feel like Andy Davis let you down. But just know, like, we're gonna be back, bruh. We go we are gonna be back. We're gonna be a team to be reckoned with. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get we're gonna get the respect that we deserve. Um, and with all that being said, man, who that, bro? It was still passing appearance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we who that all year around here, who all day, every day. Who that? Hey, so, hey, this is the end of the show, man. This TNT Sports Podcast episode number 61. Again, thanks, Gary, man. Y'all good morning. Appreciate you, bro. Sports all day, every day. Bring it in now. Let's get it. Get it.